Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not rude. It doesn't boast. Love also forgets wrong. I will always love you. How I do. It's been hard, hasn't it? Let go of a prayer for you. How you doing with everything? Okay, just a sweet word. You know it's okay if you're not. The table is prepared for you. I'm trying to give you the tools to succeed in this world. It's not easy out there. Everything I do is for y'all. Everything. I know you're under a lot of pressure right now, but I'm just getting really scared. But you'll have this place to call home. Everything's gonna be okay, all right? Always. We're in this together. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we are going to be reviewing Waves. Now, before I get into the review, I am joined by a very special guest from Jump Cut Online and the Jumpcast Podcast, Sarah Budry. Sarah, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me back. It's been a little while, but glad to be back. <laughs> yes, yes. Our last review that you was on, that you joined us for, was Avengers Endgame, which was a hefty, hard review without doing spoilers. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you are back today, um, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, to review this wonderful movie. I, I may have already given my review away, but um, we are going to be reviewing Waves. Now, um, before we get into all of that, I just want to tell everyone a little bit about the movie. Uh, Waves is the story of a suburban African-American family led by a well-intentioned but domineering father as they navigate love, forgiveness, and coming together in the aftermath of a loss. Um, it was directed by It Comes a Night director, uh, Trey Edward Schultz, and it was written by him as well. It stars Kelvin Harrison Jr., Taylor Russell, Alexa Demi, uh, Sterling K. Brown, and Lucas Hedges. Uh, now... All right, so let's get into this. Let's 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 get into this. I'm really really excited. So when did you when would you saw this movie quite early? When did you see this movie? Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute since I've seen it, so I need to uh, refresh my memory of this film. But I think I've got it. Um, it was uh, mid October that I saw it, so probably a, yeah about a month ago actually, and um, yeah at the London Film Festival. And it was quite a late night screening as well, having been mm -hmm. to about three or four other films that day. So I, uh, I definitely, I definitely watched it, and I have got a lot of thoughts on it as well. So I'm really looking forward to to getting into that. I've been dying to talk about this film for 
just forever. So. Yeah, yeah. It's been um. So the movie has been hitting the wet the, the festival scene like a lot, and you know it's been at a lot of festivals. You know, a lot of like um you know overseas festivals and stuff. I think it premiered at um it, it premiered at Sundance earlier this year, I believe. And um, I saw it last weekend at the uh, Boston Independent Film Festival. Uh, they had it. It was the uh, second movie of the day, so I was still very fresh and stuff. You know, after my first movie and i have been looking forward to this movie like for like a long time just hearing about it um especially you know being a big fan of the movie loose uh who stars the um the main one of the main characters one of the main actors in this movie calvin harrison jr i really really wanted to see it i'm a huge fan of uh trey edward schultz and sterling k brown and it's an 824 so it's like this like has all the lines to be a great film so i was very intrigued by it and then um Coming out of it, we, we can get right into the review now. Coming out of it, I I was floored. I really was floored. I was like, it, it's such a grounded yet high octane kind of movie, and it it it's just like it's gonna it, it's literally gonna rip your heart out, you know, like more times than more times than one. And I love all of the performances, and I I I just didn't I. I remember just sitting there after the movie was over, just like, just like, wow, what did I just watch? But in a good way, not like, what did I just watch? I need to get out of here. Um, it was awful. But like, what did I just watch that was so fantastic? So what about you? What did you think about the film? Yeah, I, I definitely echo a lot of that. And it's in, like, particularly seeing it in a festival as well. I don't know if your festival mm-hmm. experience was the same as mine, but you see a lot of films. So it's, yeah, like, some, yeah. sometimes they just kind of like, spill one into the other and you're not really sure where you are or what you've just watched or how many films you've watched and I think across the whole like 10 days or something I saw in excess of about 20 or something films and oh man um, considering I was working full-time as well it was like I I really crammed those in um so yeah like I said on the day that I saw Waves I think that was like my third or fourth film that I'd seen that day but it completely I yeah I can only echo what you said completely floored me as well I was I'm very rarely like completely speechless after a film but I just kind of sat there and was like that was and to use the kind of wave metaphor just had to kind of let it like just wash over me for a minute where I just had to sit in my just had to sit in my seat and just kind of take it all in and I saw it by myself as well so I was I had no one I had no one to talk to afterwards and be like oh my god can we just can we just have a moment I needed someone to hold me and tell me it was all going to be all right and because I was a sobbing mess I yeah I haven't cried that much in a film in a very very long time and there were there's the emotion comes in waves as well like there's a very clear kind of midway point which I think we'll we'll probably get into a little bit without spoilers but um Mm -hmm. but then the end as well the resolution is so emotional in a completely different way and it just it really puts you through all of those kind of emotions it's really one of those films you have to see I don't I feel like my words are just not going to do it justice it's you have to experience this film because it it's yeah it's just it's really good it's it's, it's like so much it's so much to take in but i'm glad that they gave me that much you know i um it's about a two hour and like five minute movie it does feel longer just because like all the like where the story goes and stuff like that but i wasn't complaining i wasn't complaining whatsoever um i 
I just, I was so, like, I was just so impressed by the script and just so impressed by the performances and just, like, where the story kind of takes you. And, like, um, I saw that the top billing for the movie had, like, an actress. And I was like, okay, I haven't seen this actress yet. What's going on? And then by the end, then, like, the movie kind of becomes that person's story in the second half. And I'm like, okay, that that's where she comes from. And, and like, man, they were, they were great. So Kelvin Harrison Jr. plays, um, he plays like the son of Sterling K. Brown and basically Sterling K. Brown, just like, he's a very, like, he's, he's a very dominant father and he's pushing his son to be the best that he could be because maybe he didn't have all of the, um, all of the, um, you know, App opportunities like his son has right now. You know, they live in a beautiful home. Um, they clearly have a lot of, um, you know, they, they clearly have a lot of like money as far as like his father goes and stuff. And he's like the man of the house. And, you know, when you come for like, when you have a father that's like the man of the house as the son, it could be very, very, um, very, very hard to deal with. Like I noticed, like I have a, my boss, you know, he's, um, he's, he's like a manly man and you know, all that stuff. And he, his son, he's so hard on his son too. So I was watching that a lot in this movie. And like, you know, when it comes to like his son and his daughter, like he of course loves them both dearly, but he treats his son like how the world is going to treat him and stuff. So he's very, very hard on his son. And that's how I was when I was younger too. My father was always very, very hard on me. Um, so that's kind of what this movie is about. Kind of like how, um, one like pressure from a parent can really turn a kid into a downward spiral. And that was kind of scary to watch. And I was like, man, this is like, is this, this movie is about so much. It's about love, um, forgiveness. And then of course it's about just like, seeing someone's life just spiral out of control and i was like this is incredible and then most of the second half is basically like what are the aftermath the aftermath of that you know with the family and stuff so it was just really 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 like emotional really really grounded um really really powerful as far as for that like you agree same thing yeah definitely and it's uh, the the first half is so interesting because it it kind of plays out a little bit like a I don't know you just it's it's like a you can just see it heading for disaster and you just hope with every fiber of your being that it's not going to go that way but you feel like you're right. just watching a car crash happen in very 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 slow motion you can kind of I I, I didn't guess what was going to happen I it, it was sort of like loosely call it like you know the event at the midway point I didn't necessarily see that coming but there's so many kind of just like the pressure from his father like you were talking about and him being an athlete as well and kind of pushing right. his, his body beyond what it is capable of. And I, I found all of that stuff very difficult to watch because you just know that one oh more, in, God, one more injury. And it's, it's, I was watching a lot of that like through my fingers because I was like, oh God, I can just see this going to a place where, you know, I thought he was going to end up with kind of like a, a you know, a life-changing injury or yeah, I thought concussion or, or something. Yeah, or worse, yeah. You know, something was something was going to happen to him, and something does happen to him, but it's perhaps not what you're expecting. And mm-hmm. that that moment uh, of <laughs> being very careful to avoid what actually happens, I like let out a very audible reaction in the oh, man. My, when that uh, moment happens. <laughs> my audience, um, this reminded me of when I... You've seen Jojo Rabbit, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it reminded me of that. And I already know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I already, I already, it reminded me of that. And I don't know what's going on with 2019, but I got to stop having these kind of feelings in the movie. Um, my yeah. audience, my audience, like it was crowded. I was, I, I love, I, I actually saw it alone too. Um, so the only, the only person I could let out my, um, my emotions to after the movie was Twitter. So um, my audience, they were just like, like an, an, another gigantic gasp, the same gaps that, uh, gasp that you're gonna get when you watch uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, it was, it was. I was like, cause like I was like, I don't want to say I saw it coming, but I saw like something coming, and I was like, I was like, I I don't think it's gonna be that. It feels kind of easy, but not too easy. And I was like, oh man, that's down. And then when it happened, I was just like so shocked and i'm just like what did i get myself into i have been looking forward to this movie for months and this is just taking a spiral but in a good way you know just like a spiral to where i thought this movie so for some reason I, I thought with the title and stuff waves i'm like this is gonna be such an uplifting movie by the end and i'm like no it's not that you know it's it is not that it's a lot of this um and then i have to go back once again to sterling k brown's performance because he um as the domin as as like as a domineering father, like he has to play so many roles in this movie and stuff. So when he in the beginning, when you see how he kind of kind of like his like his 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 parenting to to mostly his son, at first you're like, oh, you know, we've seen this before. It's just he's just hard on him. But then no, that caused his son to keep pushing himself and then getting more and more and more dangerous and more and more like um self-harming and stuff. And he saw he he started having addictions to pills, and then it's just like, you know, it was just a lot to deal with. And then I also thought another performance that I don't want to gloss over, um, Renee Elise Goldsberry, who plays um Catherine. Um, she's kinda of like the stepmother of the family. And she was seeing her kind of react to all of this was so great. And she says a by the end, like when, you know, there's a scene where her and Sterling K. Brown and she's like yelling at him saying that you pushed him, you pushed him. That made me that made me start bawling. I was like, oh my God. It's so that he did, you know? So I, I it was just so so emotional as far as that regard as far as the family regard I've never seen a family kind of story like this and like before and as far as all of that it was just so hard to watch but in a very good way and just very very sad and emotional you know yeah and it's it's a very realistic depiction of family life I think as well even outside mm -hmm. of the the kind of the big event that happened like you were saying this this dynamic of the like really strong kind of manly man father figure who is pushing pushing his son in a certain direction because of you know perhaps what he did or didn't achieve in in his own life and the the writing in this film is really really great as well like it felt so authentic and that family felt like a real family and I think yeah. that's established like very well and very quickly as well so you you immediately buy into this family's plight and I think that's completely necessary because it, it does focus on those the two children in particular and obviously the um is it Tyler I think uh, played by Calvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, in the, yeah. the first half half to three quarters of the film is mostly about him and then there's this switch and it happens after the kind of uh, gasp moment where the narrative uh viewpoint switches to uh the daughter who's played by uh, taylor russell i yeah believe. emily yep 
Yeah, and it, it very it does feel like a film of two halves, but that's completely intentional, and it's it's a little jarring uh, when the tone shifts. But I I absolutely think there is a point to that, and I think had the film just been kind of relentless misery, hard to watch, kind of downward spiral. And then it would have ended at that point or shortly after that point, that would have, I mean, that would have been an emotionally devastating uh, mm. <laughs> film, but it, it right. wouldn't have, you then wouldn't have had that resolution. And this film almost gives you the bit you, you don't see the bit after the credits roll and where other films would kind of cut it off at that point of, you know, point of no return almost. It's like, you know, this terrible thing has happened. This is how the family have been affected by you know have a safe drive home this film lets you see what happens after that and that's when it kind of goes from to the viewpoint of the daughter and you you know it, I, I hate to keep using this analogy but it is like a wave it does build to this kind of huge yeah. like breaking point everything comes crashing down and after that point the tone is a lot calmer it's a bit more sort of like it it takes a step back from the the intensity I guess to focus more on how that family recovers how they heal how what happens after that thing is what really shapes them and changes their relationships with each other as well and it's an incredibly bold move of a film to do that and I've I've heard criticism actually of this I you know these crazy people who didn't like it but um criticism from a lot of people who have sort of said oh I, I was really into the first half and then I found the second half when it switches I found that really boring and I was like really like yeah no I don't agree at all I love I love yeah. the switch because the, yeah. it, it's telling you it's pretty much kind of showing you how life is in a two-hour span just Absolutely. because like the first half is all about heartbreak and just like and just self-harm and abuse and the second half is more about forgiveness and love, you know? And, like, you're dealing... The forgiveness aspect comes from the sister who just feels so... Um, who just feels so betrayed. And I love that. You know, I... Because, I, like I said, I was watching it, and I was like, well, when do we get to Taylor Russell? Um, you know, and you kind of get glimpses of, of her in the first half, and then it becomes her story by the end and then her and Sterling her her and Sterling K. Brown had like one of the best scenes of the year, just like on a dock, just talking. And I and then and then you kind of see her character finally break down. And this is what happens to everyone who's dealing with like some type of loss or something. You know? It kinda like, you know, because like you you kinda tell yourself, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm happy still, you know, I'm I'm still breathing or whatever. But but then like you just have the moment where you just break down and you just like have to let it all out. And I loved that. So I, I love the second half. I love the first half. So and as a whole I just love the movie. I already booked I already booked um for me to see it two more times this month so i'm so jealous uh, yeah i i yeah I, it's because it, the official release in the u.s i'm guessing is like november 15th um so i, I, I know when the uk one is yeah i know i feel so bad because i'm like I, I know a lot of people from over there who i've tried to get on for the uh, review like have seen it already at, at lff um yeah. but then after that there's no way to really see it besides like whenever it comes out next year or in 2022 January. Yeah, 2022 or whatever, you know. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I um, yeah. At least, at least you guys get it in January, which is not too crazy. I remember when eighth grade, you guys got it like what April? I was like, what? What's going yeah. on? 
this um, year, yeah. April this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, we get and la- that was like I-, I had that in my top ten of last year, and like because I saw it in like August. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> I um, yeah, I don't know what's. I always, I always talk when I'm talking to like a UK guest or something like that. I always just um hammer on the fact that I don't know what's going on with release dates over there. It's it sucks. That sucks. You know that you guys really see yeah. movies so late. But um, yeah, I love this movie. I I I can't express that enough. I love. Every single performance was so good in the movie. Uh, Trey Edward shows he crafts such a beautiful film, but a heartbreaking film, an emotional film, and it's going to leave you talking. Um, now, before we get off the uh, review, I want to get your final thoughts and what do you see for like oh, as far as award seasons go? Any awards for like performances or like screenplays or just directing? What do what do you what do you see for this movie? Oh, it's so hard because in a in a just no, world, yeah. I think this would be getting so much more attention. I feel like it's really it's this is a stacked award season already. So I feel like this is gonna slip a little bit under the radar, and that makes me really sad. But I think that Sterling K. Brown stands a very very good uh, chance in supporting actor. Um, I think his performance is just it's it's one mm-hmm. of the best performances I've seen not just this year like just in so long it's just such a great well-rounded performance and it's not too showy and it's not it's just so good I could honestly I will be raving about his performance in this film for a very long time um we didn't really get into it as well but the score I really like as well and just oh yeah 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 the use of music in general actually the the kind of the the needle drops and the the actual I think is it um oh god is it Trent Reznor I think who I think so yeah I think yeah it's very kind of yeah I can't really describe it but it's it's a really really good score and I I enjoyed that a lot and one that I when it ever becomes available I would like to listen to outside of the film um I think uh screenplay as well potentially um but again, yeah, I this is just me wishful thinking and me what I think it deserves rather than what I think it actually will uh, stand any chance. I think, yeah, it's the, the film's best shot is um, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, I am. Um, I am. Um, I I would have to agree. I I was comparing his performance to like Mahershala Ali and Moonlight. And I was like, I mean, that got nominated and he was like not really in the movie all that much by the end of it. So I think K. Brown is in, is in the, the entirety of this movie and he's just great. So I would love to see him for supporting. I know it's a long shot for the other actors, but I would love to see something for them at least. But um, as far as anything, I hope this can get this can get at least a cinematography a director or something, a screenplay, because I love the cinematography. The use of color in this movie is really, really good. It's it's hammering on the facts. It's hammering on those A24 kind of colors, like purple and blue and stuff like that. And I really, really love that. Kind of like you know, kind of like Moonlight, because Moonlight had a lot to do had a lot to do um, with the with the ocean as well. So that's kind of what this movie does um, really, really well too. Um, so I hope I hope this the movie does not go unnoticed. I really, really do because I loved it so so much and um one of my favorites of the year so i can't wait for people more people to see it but um all righty guys that is it that is our review for uh trey edward schultz's waves movie um hopefully you guys can check it out whether whether you're in the u.s or the uk hopefully whenever it's it's, it's available for you in your town I, I know uh new york i know new york and la get it next week which is like ridiculous um so if, whenever you get a chance to see it please please check it out you will not be disappointed uh sarah i want to 
thank you so much for coming on the review today. Um, really, really appreciate you taking time out. Um, what it's your busy, busy schedule and stuff and take, taking care of little Travis. So really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I, why don't you let everyone uh, know what's, um, you know, where to follow you and if anything's coming up on the, uh, on the podcast soon over there at Jump Cut Online and all that stuff. Yeah, so you can uh, find me. I'm pretty active on Twitter. I'm at Sarah Budgery. Um, head there for all of your uh, high-quality hedgehog content. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can see the adorableness that is my pet hedgehog, Travis. Um, <laughs> and uh, outside of that, um, there is a new episode of Jumpcast that I am hosting, which I believe is out uh, this coming Monday, where we are reviewing Doctor Sleep. I had a lot of thoughts on that one and a lot of fun recording that. So hopefully you guys can check that out. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, alrighty. And so, yeah, that is it, everyone. You can find me on Twitter as well, Cinemaniac94, um, Instagram, Cinemaniac1994. As far as the page goes, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Cinemania World. Um, our upcoming shows today is um, a review for Dr. Sleep and um a cinemania a cinemania play review tonight for call of duty so stay tuned for all of that and that is it everyone um we, we will talk to you guys soon bye bye <laughs>